Amen. You may be seated. Good morning, church. He is risen. You know, I hope uh, all of you are as excited about Easter as Asher is. I hope you just cannot contain yourself this morning as we celebrate the resurrection. That's just awesome. I, I just... And it's one of my favorite times of the year is when the kids get to come up front and, uh, you know, we just get to see them um, in all their glory. Um, but, uh, you know, today, uh, along with countless uh, others across the globe, we celebrate as Christians the grand miracle in all of history, the rising of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's why we're here. Make no mistake about it. That's not just why we're here today on Easter morning. That's why we gather to worship week in and week out is to celebrate the life that we find in the risen Christ. We celebrate the power and the depth of God's love for us as it was on full display as Jesus exited the tomb. We affirm this day as Christians, our faith in the resurrection, and we worship the one who overcame death and the grave that we might live. Amen? He is risen. You know, I share with you today words written by the Apostle Paul. Mind you, these words were written just 20 years after Jesus stepped out of the tomb, just 20 years, Paul said this to the Corinthians. He said, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that He appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that... He appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom, Paul said, are still living. So those folks, those 500 people that saw Jesus walking this earth after they had seen him crucified and died and buried in the tomb, Paul is writing this and he's saying most of them are still alive today to dispute what I'm saying. And he says, so, them, so though some of them have fallen asleep, though some of them have died, obviously. And then Paul said he appeared to James and then to all the, the disciples. And last of all, he said, he appeared to me also. The death of Jesus Christ is documented outside of just the Bible by the Roman historian Tacitus. And Jesus' resurrection is confirmed by more than 500 eyewitnesses, many of whom, including the Apostle Paul and ten of the disciples, gave their lives refusing to recant the resurrection. Don't miss that. These men were martyred. These men were tortured and refused to recant their eyewitness testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Men don't die for a lie. These men went to their graves knowing that Jesus had risen and that they would rise again with Him. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is no fairy tale. 
And we have come so far in this culture today that, 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 that there is just a mist, if you will, separating the minds of most people in our culture from the reality of the resurrection and the truth of who Jesus Christ is. The resurrection is no fairy tale. It's no made-up myth. It's no opiate for the masses. It is the greatest expression of God's love and power ever demonstrated to mankind. Don't miss that. To you. You're special. What we celebrate today is the dividing point, not only of time itself, but of all humanity. Of those who believe and those who do not believe. The power and the depth of God's love extends equally to all of us, regardless of whether we believe or do not believe. And it beckons each of us to rise with Jesus. Easter is about a lot of things in our culture today. It's about egg hunts. It's about coloring and dyeing Easter eggs. It's about chocolate bunnies. It's about ham and potato salad. And There's nothing wrong with that, man. I got a 14-pound ham on the green egg at the house right now. I put it on at 6 o'clock this morning. Looking forward to it. It's all good stuff. Easter's about a lot in our culture. It's about families gathering, friends gathering. But at the end of the day, Easter is a choice. Easter is a choice. It is a choice to receive or to reject the depth and the power of God's love for you in the sacrifice of His Son for the sake of your sin. It's a choice to receive or reject the life that your Creator is offering you in the resurrection of your Savior. The Apostle Paul challenged the Ephesians with these words, and these words challenge us today. Paul said this He said, Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Let me ask you something this Easter morning. Have you woken up to the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Have the eyes of your heart awakened to the resurrection of Jesus Christ? To the life that God is offering you through the greatest miracle in all of history? You know, the reality is we all love stories of redemption and return. I mean, who wasn't pulling for Tiger at the Masters last week? The ultimate story of redemption and return. I don't even follow golf that much, man. I was tuned in. I was pulling for Tiger. You go, man. And in there at the end, when he just celebrated, your heart just bursts. Who didn't get on board with the Braves in 91? When they went from worst to first. The sports stories that we love the most. Think about it. The movies that stand the test of time. They're all about redemption and return. We're drawn to that theme. Because God has put that in our hearts. There's a reason you feel that way when you watch those movies. There's a reason something happens deep inside you when you see those stories like the story of Tiger. 
Because God has planted that in our heart. He's put an ache within us that longs for redemption. He's put an ache within us that longs to return to Him. A void within us that only He can fill. King Solomon put it this way. In Ecclesiastes, he said this. He said, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men. Yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. God has put it inside you to seek Him, to desire redemption, to desire the forgiveness that only He can provide through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Augustine put it this way. He said, God, You have made us for Yourself, and our hearts are restless until they find their rest in You. The resurrection is that place of rest. Embracing it. By faith restores our souls. God has placed that longing for redemption deep within every human heart for the purpose of drawing us to Himself. And the resurrection is the bridge that takes us there. Paul told the Romans, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, He says, you will be saved. Saved from your sin. Saved from the ultimate consequences of it. Saved from yourself. Saved from your own poor decisions. Saved from separation from God for all eternity. Saved and secure in the love And the grace, the free gift of forgiveness that God is offering each of us in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Easter is a choice. It's not just a time we come together with family to come to church and and, and go eat lunch. Man, today, Easter is a choice to believe or to not believe. To receive the life and the forgiveness that God is offering you or to reject it. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the greatest story of redemption and return ever told. It is the ultimate demonstration of God's love for you and the power of that love to bring you home to Him. In John's words, he said this, This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that God loved us. And sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. The Bible says that our love for one another covers a multitude of sins. But that the love of Christ covers every sin. In other words, there is nothing that you have done, there is nothing that you are doing, and there is nothing that you can do in the future that Christ cannot forgive. Man, that's good news. I know it is for me. That's good news. 
God demonstrates his own love for us in this, Paul told the Romans, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It's an unconditional love. Christ died for sins once for all. The righteous for the unrighteous. To bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but he was made alive in the spirit. It is an unconquerable love. And in the resurrection, death is defeated. Sin is forgiven. And life is available. You know, I I lost both my mom and my brother just in the last nine months, and stood right here in this place and officiated both of their uh, funerals. And, you know, when I say this this morning, when I say in the resurrection death is defeated, sin is forgiven, and life is available, I mean it. I mean it. I am thankful for the reality of what Christ has done with us, because at least for me in this time, it is the greatest comfort that, that I could possibly have. I'm thankful that I'll see both of them again because by faith they had received Christ as their Savior. I'm thankful for the hope of heaven and I'm thankful for these words of Jesus to Martha just before he raised Lazarus from the dead. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And then Jesus looked at Martha and he asked her this question. And he asked each of us this question today on this Easter morning. Do you believe this? <laughs> Amen. Easter is a choice, and we've got at least one decision right over here. But seriously, Easter is a choice, guys. It is a choice. It was a choice then for Martha, and it is a choice for each of us this day. It's a choice to receive the life and the love that God is offering you in the resurrection of Jesus or to reject it. And you and you alone, no one else, you and you alone make that decision for you and you alone. Your parents' faith can't make it for you. Your grandparents' faith can't make it for you. Your children's faith can't make it for you. Only you and you alone can make that decision to trust Jesus Christ. Jesus asked Martha, do you believe this? And he asked each of us that same question this morning. Easter is a day of decision. Let me ask you something this Easter morning. Have you by faith received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You know, if not, I pray today would be the day that you rise with Him. And you can do that 
right in the chair where you sit. You can do that in the quietness of your heart. You don't have to come forward. You don't have to do anything but in your own heart receive and believe that Jesus is God's Son. That He was died, that He was buried, and that He was raised again by the power of God on the third day. And ask that power to come and take residence in your own life. The fire at the Cathedral of Notre Dame this week was a heart-wrenching thing to watch. How many of you saw that as the news broke? I mean, it was just, how many of you have been there? So many. I saw a lot of people posting on social media and everything. So many people have been there. Um, Ricky, is Ricky here? My favorite picture that was posted uh, really was of Ricky uh, pretending to be Quasimodo um, out in the, with Notre Dame in the background. I, I did, just came to mind, Ricky. That was a good. It's so you, though, man. You nailed it. But you know, it was heart wrenching to, to watch the cathedral uh, go up in flames. So much irreplaceable history. Um, in ruin, uh, but but one picture I saw, and I'm sure many of you saw it as well. I think captured the essence of, of Holy Week, and it and it was this picture: is the cross of Notre Dame behind the the altar there, and it shined through the darkness once they got inside, and the firefighters had had knocked the flames down. You can see the ashes, and it's still smoldering there. But it shined through the darkness and the ashes as a reminder that nothing that this world brings is greater than the redemption that Christ offers. Easter is a choice. It's a choice to receive or to reject the depth and the power of God's love demonstrated in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for the power and the purpose of the resurrection. We thank you for the depth of your love expressed to us in Jesus Christ. We thank you for the forgiveness that we find in his death. We thank you for the life that we find in his resurrection. And on this day, Father, for those uh, who have their heads bowed and in the silence of this moment, Lord, again... Easter is a choice. Easter is a decision. It's a decision that in your love you place before each of us. And you give us the option to receive the greatest love that's ever been seen on the face of this earth. To receive your grace. To receive the forgiveness of every sin that we've ever committed. Every sin that we will ever commit, Lord. You give us that choice today. And I pray, Father, you would give those who've not made that decision, who may be struggling with it even now, the courage to open their hearts to Christ and allow him to come in. We thank you for the transformation that you bring to our lives, for the life that you give us, Lord, and for the eternity that is ahead of us. And we thank you more than anything this morning, Father, that our Redeemer lives. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.